Hi, I'm Father Dan Cambra, and I'm a Marian of the Immaculate Conception, the religious community that operates the National Shrine of Divine Mercy here in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. And today I'd like to speak to you about St. Francis Xavier. St. Francis Xavier happens to be one of those saints that I've actually prayed to a couple of times. I remember rather clearly one time I made a novena to St. Francis Xavier in the hopes that I might be uh, allowed to begin my priestly ministry by going to Argentina in the hopes that I would learn Spanish and become skilled at it. Needless to say, that opportunity was refused me, and instead I worked at a parish in the suburbs of Chicago and probably learned some life skills that are just as important to me now. I then made another novena to St. Francis Xavier about 10 years later about a parish assignment that I was about to be given. I was begging God Almighty that it might not happen, and it happened, but again, Oddly enough, I recognized later that the blessing uh, came in doing what I was asked to do rather than doing what I wanted to do. And that relates well with St. Francis Xavier because St. Francis Xavier was one of the seven priests that were first ordained along with Ignatius of Loyola in the founding of the Jet Society of Jesus, or as we call them today, the Jesuits. He wanted to go to the Holy Land, but was prevented from doing so because of the occupation of the Muslim Turks in the Holy Land. So he presented himself to the Holy Father and said he would obediently accept any assignment that the Holy Father gave him, although his heart's desire was to be a missionary. And so the Holy Father sent him to Goa, India a colony of the Portuguese in India, a place where the body of the Apostle St. Thomas was buried, a long-standing Catholic community, and now a newly re-Catholicized area because of the Portuguese influences with trade. The truth of the matter was the Portuguese did not bring much blessings with them, and the faith deteriorated under the Portuguese colonization. But when St. Francis arrived on the scene, he started opening catechetical centers throughout Goa, India. And within three months, he transformed the city into a truly Catholic Christian community. He moved on from there and he traveled to southern India and then ultimately to Japan and China. In a matter of a year, he learned enough Japanese to write down some catechetical instructions, which continue to be used for over a hundred years later. As a matter of fact, his desire was brought to fulfillment in all of his hard work. In 1552, St. Francis Xavier died. He was about 46 years old at the time. And in his short life, he is said to have baptized and instructed over 30,000 pagans. It's important for us to understand how this was achieved. It wasn't achieved because of his language skills. It wasn't con conceived out of his pastoral uh, knowledge. It was because of his zeal for doing God's will.
It was because of his zeal for the conversion of souls. It was out of his desire to bring the gospel message to those who had yet not heard it. In a letter to St. Ignatius, which religious and priests read in the Office of Readings on his feast day, he says how he wishes he could run through the streets of Paris asking for all those who have spent their time reading books and learning things to put some of that knowledge into practice in bringing about the conversion of those who had not heard the gospel message. He ardently desired that opportunity, but never got it. And so he did the best that he could. He slept very little, ate very little, and worked constantly at spreading the good news to each and every person he met. And he spread it first and foremost with his kindly touch, his loving smile, and his open embrace of humanity around him, recognizing the good that was already in their hearts and their desire to seek God in his will in their lives. St. Francis Xavier has probably done more for Catholicism in Asia than you or I will know in this lifetime. And his list of disappointments things that he wanted to do, things that he wanted to achieve, things that he thought would be good for him to do that he never got to do. Well, those were desires that were placed in his heart by God. And when you have a desire which is good and holy, it's placed in your heart by God. And sometimes simply being cooperative with God's grace in our lives and accepting the opportunities we actually have is precisely where God calls us to holiness in our daily lives. Maybe you'd like to travel the world and bring the good news to foreign lands. But the truth of the matter is, God wants you to bring good news to your friends, your family, your co-workers, your neighbors. Maybe you have the desire to become a great scholar and write books that explain the faith with clarity beyond anything that even St. Thomas Aquinas did. But the truth of the matter is, God is calling you to explain the love of God by loving the people around you. May God bless you and all those you love through the intercession of St. Francis Xavier.